All right, this is going to be a two-topic podcast. The first topic is short, so I'll just get it over with real quick. I'm sure you've noticed, like I've noticed, that uh, words start to pop up, and sometimes you know you don't know where they come from. I guess it, it all depends on, I guess, if you were listening or a part of the uh, the area where it first originated. So, for example, the whole little no cap or the cap thing or whatever, where it's like you're lying, you're not lying. I I have no idea where it came from. I don't give a buck where it came from. It's stupid. It came, it went, and it's done. Uh, but one thing that I've noticed is podcasters... Uh, the more uh, the more influential ones, like uh, your Joe Rogans, and really today I'm only going to be talking about the Joe Rogan, but um, they will create certain words and phrases and how to use them, I guess, and then people will just freaking, it, just, it takes over. It takes over. And one from Joe Rogan that is just a guarantee is uh oh actually two there there's two so Joe Rogan would always say a hundred percent if he agreed with something he'd always say oh a hundred percent yeah of course yeah, yeah and now everybody says that and it pisses me off and every time I hear it it freaking kills me dude hey did, well so you you didn't want to be uh, in a relationship with her? Oh, 100%. 100%. Oh, did you... Did you... Y'all got along together? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, for sure. You were, you were a fan of last year's uh, football season. Oh, 100%. It's annoying as buck. It's gay as buck. And honestly... Just like the uh, the uh, the thing where it was, what was the thing that everybody said? Um, literally, the word literally. They would say that about everything, even if it wasn't literal. And this is how this one's going. They say 100% about everything, and it pisses me off, and it's retarded. We got to stop it. And Joe Rogan, you can thank Joe Rogan for that. He started it. Thing number two is um, wild. The word wild. Have you noticed this one has been popping up recently? I know you have. Wild. Instead of saying crazy or dang, that's intense or oh, that's ridiculous or you know, any word other than wild, wild is the word now. Wild is the word. You either get on board or you get out because wild is the word. Everybody's saying it. It started with Joe Rogan. We all know it. And now everybody's using it. I hate it. And whenever I hear it, it freaking pisses me off. Um, and then of course the other one that idiots say when they're trying to sound like they're an intellect or something, an intellectual or something, uh, right, right. We all hear this, you know, if you know me, you know this, right. So, and this, I heard in, uh, Matt Walsh's documentary, what is a woman? The woman, and this is why it pisses me off that people use these words because it's like, oh yeah, we're just well, she said right, so it's right, of course, because she said it's right. The the woman that he was talking to about what is a woman, she was like, you know, some some girls have penises, some boys have vaginas, right? And she followed that with right. 
It's like, uh, wrong. Uh, how is that right? That's wrong. We all know it's wrong, you idiot. So stop following it with right like you're the all-knowing person who just gets to say what's right and wrong, you moron. So whatever. That's my first rant. It pisses me off. You're going to notice those things. Keep an eye out for right after they finish the sentence. Keep an eye out for wild. And keep an ear out for 100%. Because these are all things you're going to come across. And they're all stupid. And Joe Rogan's responsible for two out of three of those. The right, uh, the right, I think, just came from podcasts in general. A lot of stupid A idiots on their podcast would follow their sentence with right because they felt like it made them sound smart. And uh, yeah, it caught on like wildfire and it sucks. All right, moving on to thing number two. This is the, the big topic of the podcast. So I would work flights uh, from like wherever to a South American location, whether it's, uh, let's say it's Cancun, let's say it's uh, Guatemala, let's say it's San Jose, Costa Rica, you know, places that speak Spanish. And you would go down there and you would have people come onto the plane uh, to go from Costa Rica back to America. And you would hear them say, uh, as they got on the plane, hola, uh, when they step on. And it's, it's uh, you know, mo- most of the times it would be a white person that says it. And, you know, you're just looking at them like, do I look like, okay, first of all, I work for a company that's an American-based company. We're going to America. I'm white. And you're going to look at me dead in the face and say, hola? Why? Why are you saying that? You know I can speak English. And English is both of our native languages. So what the F are you doing looking at me saying, hola? It's the dumbest crap ever. And it honestly, I, you know, I try to avoid this word, but cringe. To me, it is the most cringy thing ever. When you see a middle-aged white woman, and I know I'm, you know, I'm going hard on the whites, but I'll justify that later. You see a middle-aged white woman come on a plane and look at you and say, hola. It's like, dude, does it get any worse than that? And my my little thing, my rule on the language thing, here's my rule. If the language does not benefit you in any way whatsoever, don't don't use the language. Just don't use it. Because if all you know how to say is hey or bye or really those two are the main ones. Thank you. Sometimes you do feel like you need to use it. Otherwise, you'll come off as like a little a-hole that's just like, I don't say anything when you give me something. But even that, even that, like I know the word for thank you in Spanish. I don't use it because I know that most of the world You know, English, I would say, is the number one language in the world. So I would think most people would know the basic words. Hello, bye, thank you. So I'm just going to stick with my English words. Why? Because I'm going to assume that you know I'm not from your country and you know I'm from America. And when I say thank you, you're not going to be like, what does thank you mean? No, because when you say gracias or whatever, I'm not going to roll the R. I'm just going to say the word how I want to say it. I know what you're saying. 
I know you're saying thank you. Why? Because I haven't lived in a cave my whole life. So when you have these morons coming on that plane saying hola to a white guy who's going to America, it pisses me off and it's stupid and it needs to stop. Now, if you can speak enough of a language, I don't care who you are, what race you are, where you are, if you can speak enough of their language to benefit you in any way, then yeah, I'm all about using it. Go for it. Try to use it. Try to get things done. But Ola is not helping you, especially when you're saying it to a white guy. It doesn't help you. So you got to stop that crap. And this is all, uh, this is a bigger picture. It's a bigger problem of, I'm going to go ahead and say it. It's from my observation, this is what it's been. It's been white liberals, because the, the only terrible white people are liberal white people. The conservative white people are not a problem. And here's the reasons they're not a problem. They're not self-hating. They're not, oh, it's my way or it should be just shut down and banned. They're not that way. The white conservative people have had to put up with freaking, uh, I guess, accepting or existing with, coexisting, if you will, with the other side or tolerating is the word I'm looking for. The, the, the left-wing ideals for so long that it's just like we're used to it. That's just what we do. We have to tolerate it because we know there's nothing we can do about it. Whereas their side, they can't. They can't tolerate crap. So what do they do? They try to freaking force their BS ideas on the entire world. And here's an example of this. So there was this little festival in Birmingham. And uh, the festival was like the little, um, I guess, Mexico Day of the Dead thing or whatever. You know where it's like, oh, Coco. You, know, you get your little skeleton looking face that you paint up. You know, all that BS. So that's what the festival was. And, you know, I was invited to it by a friend and I was like, uh, okay, I guess I'll go. But, you know, typically not going to go to that, but whatever, I went. Only because it was a few of my friends going. So I go and initially you go in and I was told, good gosh, I go to the freaking front gate. I didn't have a ticket. I thought I had a ticket. I thought somebody bought one for me. They didn't. So I go there. It's $20 to get into this BS. So you pay 20 bucks. It's like, okay, F that. Well, you come up with these prices, you freaking inner city idiots. So you go in, it's like, okay, I guess I'll pay. I got help paying. I didn't pay for all that myself. You go in and everything in there costs money. So you pay 20 bucks to get nothing. And now that you're in there, you're walking around realizing everything else costs money. So it's like, this is stupid. And then you get to their little shrine area. And this is where, oh, dude. Okay, first of all, everybody in there, everybody in there, I'd say 90% of them are freaking white people. And most of the white people look like they're liberal. So you're walking around and it's like, okay, why is it so white here? I thought this was a Mexican festival. And then you go to the area where they have like their little shrines for the dead people. And it's like, oh, this person died, bunch of candles, bunch of this, bunch of that. And then I, I see what the white liberals have done. They went in and they put up a bunch of shrines for some black people that got, I guess, killed by police officers because they were acting like freaking idiots. And the officers probably had no choice but to kill them. 
or George Floyd, you know, overdosed, and then he gets everybody says he was murdered, and then they the cop that supposedly murdered him is in prison for who knows how long. You know the story. But they put up shrines for George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. The Breonna Taylor thing, it's like you were shooting at the cop. Or your your boyfriend, what? Your deadbeat boyfriend, idiot, was shooting at the cop. And the cop naturally was like, F, we better shoot back. So they shot back. You happen to be in the area because you're hanging out with a deadbeat idiot boyfriend that is just going to shoot at cops like a retard. And uh, yeah, you got caught in the line of fire. Sorry. Sorry, that happens. You know how many times uh, black people do drive-bys and then uh, they shoot somebody that they didn't mean to shoot and nobody gives a buck about it? Yeah, that happens all the time. Nobody gives a buck about that. Why? Because y'all don't care about anything unless it's going to push your dumb agenda. So anyway, you see the shrines for the, uh, the Black Lives Matter. Then you see a freaking shrine for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You know, the notorious RGB. Gosh, she's such a badass. She was the goat. She was the goat. So you see a freaking shrine for her. It's like, good gosh. And this is what I knew. This entire event was hijacked by white liberals. That's when I knew it. I was like, all right, well, this is a white liberal event. And they're trying to push their BS on Mexican culture or trying to hijack Mexican culture and force it to be how they want it to be because Mexican culture is too traditional for them. They want it to be more progressive. They want it to be more self-hating. So they made sure to push their freaking BS into it and be like, look at all these black people that were ruthlessly murdered by white people. We need to put a shrine up for that. And this is what the freaking white liberals do, man. They love diversity. They love it. Unless, of course, it involves people with different ideas than them. Then it's a no-go. Then it's unacceptable. Then it has to be shut down. Diversity is great as long as everybody thinks the same. As soon as they don't think the same, you're dead to me. You got to change, motherfucker. You're hateful. You're problematic. You got to change. And you saw this with the freaking World Cup. Bunch of white liberal idiots go over there trying to wear pride flags on their shirts after they were told not to. Hey, this ain't your country, dude. This country doesn't like homosexuality. So why do you go over there and try to force it on them? You claim that you like that other countries are so much better than America and oh, the people there, the, the brown people are oppressed and this and that. But then here your little white dumb A comes into their country and tries to tell them that they're doing things wrong because they don't like homosexuality. So they need to be shut down. They need to be told that they're wrong. Or you can stay your A out of their business and let them do whatever they want. It's their country, it's their culture, and they don't want to do the crap that you're doing. How about that? That's how I view other countries. If I'm over there and they do things differently, you just got to go ahead and pretty much accept it. And if you don't like it, go back to your country. That's how everybody should view that crap. If you go to North Korea, 
and you you say Kim Jong Un's a piece of crap and you get put in prison, hey dame, that's their rules. You're not in America anymore. You're in North Korea. You have freaking Britney Griner's dame. Oh, I'm gonna bring drugs in your country. Well, guess what? That doesn't flow over there. That doesn't work over there. You got bucked for it, and now you let a freaking very dangerous arms dealer out because you're dumb as an idiot and you brought freaking drugs over there. Good job, moron. And then, of course, you're, you still hate America. Oh, America sucks. Look, what I'm getting at is the white liberals, they hijack everything and then they force it to be their thing, like Latinx, for example. They hijack that because that's not PC enough. Hey, it's not your freaking culture, dumb A. So why don't you stay the buck out of it? They don't want you to take it over. They don't, you, you always talk about, oh, the freaking white people, the colonizers, oh, they're terrible. And what are you doing? That's what you're doing. You're colonizing, you moron. You're showing up. You're saying, these are the new rules. You better get on board or you get out. And then you're saying, all right, yay. Now it's good. Now it's right. Why is it what? right? Because, because your white liberal ideals, those are now what their culture is based around. That's, oh, that that's better now. Maybe they don't want your bull crap. Maybe they like it the way they do it. I don't know. If they want to make a change, they can make a change. I realize that you're never going to change the, the Chinese mind. The only people that are going to be able to change it is them. And if they don't want to change it, that's on them. They can live in that crap hole. That's on them. But don't come in there and force your freaking bull crap on them. It's ridiculous. I'm done with it. And you see, I'm telling you it's the white liberals. I'm telling you it is. Name an example of when a, a, a Trump supporter went over to another country and was like, you either support these ideas or get them back out. And then we actually forced them to start acknowledging that. For example, Latinx. Yeah, that, that's a thing that we expect over there now. That's ridiculous. And then we show up to, have we showed up to a liberal country in freaking MAGA hats and be like, deal with it, motherfucker. No, we haven't. Because we're not idiots. We let them have their little thing and we'll have our thing. Ah, <sighs> That's it. That's it. That's all for the podcast today. We're going to cut it off there. But uh, yeah, that's my thoughts on the white liberals hijacking crap. Until next time.